This is Canvas. Welcome, welcome to episode three, part two of Canvas with Michael Durant. I want to thank you for tuning in. Look, if you haven't subscribed yet, go to canvaslive.com and subscribe so you can get some of the behind the scene things, connect with us, you know, and if you got something hot to say and you're an influencer out there and you want to get on the show, let us know. Remember from episode one, we were not episode one, I, I apologize, from part one of the kicking your past into your future that it only becomes your present. You know, we do this all the time. And I gave the same analogy in the last episode where you're younger, you're kicking that can in front of, in front of you and give yourself enough time to walk back up to it, kick it a little bit further. That's what we do with some of the things that we're dealing with in our past. This particular episode is the man or the woman in the mirror. Do you truly know who that is? Do you know who that is now, who it was, and who it could be? Have you seen them? You know, a long time ago, I was, uh, I think this was one of my desert walks. And as you get to know me, um, I, I get out into nature. My mind works well when I'm in nature. Uh, and I get to get away from everything. I call it unplugging and just connecting back with uh, all of creation for me. Um, and I was, I don't even know, I don't know if I, t I had talk, taken a nap, what happened, but I had an opportunity, I closed my eyes, and I remember seeing me. But this guy was on point. It was funny because visually, I saw in the distance, there was this beautiful tree. And I walked up from that tree and I was wearing like this, this, this hot fashionable linen and it, it was just flowing in the, in the, in the breeze, like almost like a GQ moment or something. This was like, I, it was, has to be like 12 years ago. And I was in some low points 12 years ago. And he looked at me and he said, come on, I'm waiting for you. That has stuck with me for so long to the point that I even looked for that tree. It was, uh, it was amazing. I went, uh, I was camping this past uh, weekend and we got to go to um, the North Rim of the Grand Canyon. Absolutely beautiful place. We did ATVs. You know, I really like to get away and have some fun. Uh, and I faced a whole lot of fears. I had to, f you know, look at the man in the mirror. The first fear I face is as you go out, if you've ever been to this part of the West Coast, Arizona, Utah area, and there's a lot of camping, a lot of mountain ranges and cliffs and the first thing as we took some atvs uh through the mountains we came to this watchtower and this watchtower is where all the forest fires are looked at uh, if there's lightning strikes they're all over the valley not really the valley all over that part of the the country because there's so many forest fires that can happen and everyone said hey let's climb up let's get to the top and my knees at the bottom of the tower start to get weak. I hadn't even took, taken the first step because I had an issue and I have an issue with heights. 
So as we start to go up, the revelation that I was realizing as I was going up is that I was facing something inside of me because everything was secure, everything around me. The thing was built beautifully. It was maintained, but I still had to take those steps up. So what I did, swallowed every bit of fear I could. I recognized it was still there and I started to climb. Uh, I actually got a video of it. I'm going to probably post it uh, on YouTube once we you know, put this out and probably put it on social media. Uh, when I start to go up, I had to take my time. A lot of times there was two of my friends that was in front of me. They just went up like, like they had done this before. But me, I took, I took my time. I was very afraid. But as I was going up, I realized I just had to make it to one level each time. And guess what I did? I stopped looking down. I stopped looking at where I was and just continued to climb up. And when I looked up, I got about midpoint and I realized not only did I have to go to the top, I had to climb into the booth that was sitting at the top of it. That wasn't like a regular door. You had to go through a trap door underneath it. So as I was going up, I made it all the way up, got to the door. When I got in there, there was not three people, my two friends in front of me and me. There were six people in this small little booth, and one of them was a child. <laughs> and I remember coming up. He said, oh, give him a moment. He's going to probably be a while. And it, it was like, wow, if this little guy can do it, I can do it. And that's the perfect point to open in this part of it, the person in the mirror. There's someone ahead of you that's already done this. You don't have to do this by yourself. You can look at someone else and take that mentorship, that, that, those goals, because someone's there. They've blazed a, a path for you to get there. You look through history, you look through entertainment, you look through business, and you see all these people's stories. Nobody made it there with ease, and they had to face a lot of their fears. So if you're stepping into getting rid of this, these past hangups. I want these three episodes to help you let go. Help you let go what cannot change. You can't change what you did back then. First of all, you have to recognize it. In the first episode, uh, part one of this, we were talking about, you got to recognize what the, the issues are. You got to figure out why you're thinking these negative thoughts. Recognize them, write them down. Make sure you figure out where they're rooted at. Now you have to face them. You have to look at yourself in the mirror and say, are you truly who you say you are? Or are you pretending? You know, in business, you know, sometimes we're sitting down with clients and we're going through some hiring processes for them to bring on new staff, get new team. And we always say, be careful of hiring the representative because the representative shows up. You see that even in your love life, you know, you start dating someone and they're like this beautiful person, but you ain't met truly who they are. Same way with partnerships. I say, be careful with your partnerships. Figure out who they are. This is one thing that I always do with anyone that I'm connecting with. I look at your fruit. You do not partner with people in any shape in life that don't have the fruit to prove it. Full circle. Because I've met some business people that are some of the shady. They got money. They got influence and they have pull but man it feels like you've literally sold your soul working with them 
They're not full circle. You have to start allowing people in your life with full circle, judging by their fruit. Their fruit will tell you the truth. Don't care about their influence. Don't care about the name dropping. Care about the fruit that they're producing. Because guess what? When you're trying to figure out you, there's so many people that's going to come to turn that away, turn it in a different direction. And you're trying to rewire yourself, but you're connecting yourself with people that are just not like you. So as you're diving in to really facing your pain, you look at yourself in the mirror. Here's some scientific things you have to understand. We were created to be creatures of habit. That's what gets us. And that's a good thing and a bad thing. Because you have certain people that can create good habits and certain people that can create bad habits. And if you don't fight to overcome that habit, you're going to stay there. You are always in survival mode at, at a certain point because the moment you get out of comfort zone, your mind and your body automatically tries to default back to a safe place. Even if that safe place for some people is drinking. If that safe place was eating, whatever that may be, you're trying to move forward. Then all of a sudden. There's an uncomfort there. There's a pain there. You automatically default back to the original setting. You have to stop that. And once you start to face the person in the mirror, you start to recognize what your defaults are. And it takes 21 days for you to even start to break that negative thinking up, that negative habit. It takes almost 66 days for it to be rewritten. So if you're going to go on a journey to make this change, to see who you are, to get rid of your past, to learn to forgive yourself, it's going to take you some time. I need you to understand the physical side of this. It's going to feel uncomfortable. You're going to de be detoxing, just like if you was on some type of drug because it released opiates. Uh, uh, it's not opiates. <laughs> it's not what I want to say. Uh, uh, it's, it, it'll come in my mind. There's certain chemicals. Is right, dopamines. I'm sorry. It releases dopamines. It's just like when you check your phone and you keep checking your phone. It releases dopamines because you're getting a reward. It's the same thing when you're trying to break your habits. Your brain has chemical reactions. And as people of entrepreneurs and business and visionaries, this is for you to learn how to better yourself so you can go and do, build, and become what you're supposed to become. Because I see so many broken people in business doing well. And I see those that are going down. The one thing they cannot recognize, it's not the business. It's them. And if you're listening to this, I just want this to help you to overcome these things that, that are still holding you back. And most of the time, it's because you're still connected with your past. You know, I was talking to a good friend. I asked him, what was it that made you push forward and stop changing? We did. We were in business together. Uh, he's actually engineering, helping me produce the show. He was talking about as I put my vision so far ahead, my vision was so big that no matter who came, I knew that they were only there for a time being or they would be there for the long haul. But I'm always stay looking at what I'm doing. I'm not looking at what you're doing. I call that he's a infinite player over a finite player. If you're going to change your life, change your mind. You're going to have to stop being a finite player, playing the game, the short game, always looking at what's happening next. You got to look ahead. And as you look ahead, you reverse engineer your vision, 
so that you can start to hit midpoints. And there's going to be great people coming along your life, great information, but you're going to have to simplify. Because guess what? When you start to realize who you are, you're going to have to simplify your life. Because there's so much information, so many podcasts, so many ideas, so many books. If you don't find the ones that fit you and just hold on to those for that particular season, you may say, look, I'm going to take this next six months and I'm doing that right now. I have six books that I'm reading that that's all I want to devour for the next three months because I need it in me. And it's like if you're growing, think of yourself as if you've ever went to college you had courses, you had semesters. Do that in your growth of becoming the better you so that you can be a better CEO and a leader, so you can be a better athlete, so you can be a better father, mother, whatever that is. You have to be the full circle of you. And the only way you're going to do that is to face the person in the mirror. So rewrite some thinking in your mind. 21 days. Take 21 days, whatever those thoughts are in your mind that keeps coming up over and over again, write them down, put an active reach to it, meaning that I'm going to replace that negative thought with a new thought. It don't have to be long and drawn out. It can be two lines. It can be three words. Whatever that mantra is for you, you need to do that so that that negative thought will now be being replaced. And over time, it won't even be there. There's certain things that when I first did my first 21 days, I, I'm like, well, is that thought still there? Like, no, it kind of morphed to something else. Then, like, no, it's not actually there. I'm trying to find an active reach, and it's already in there. It's already programmed that when the thought comes up, it automatically clicks on what I programmed it to be replaced with. So, really think about that. Um, look in the mirror, see that person, write a letter to that person, send it to a friend and say, mail me this three months from now. Because you should be able to measure your growth. And it's a little cool thing that I've done plenty of times. I, mail, I ask someone to mail something to me. We used to do it for our clients. We'd say, look, this is the goal that we want. Give it to us. We're going to mail it to you on this particular date. And we want to see if you actually, because usually what's going to happen, you wrote it down, it's out of sight, out of mind. And all of a sudden you get the letter. And you're like, dang, I didn't even do this. Are you like, wow. I forgot I did this, but you had programmed yourself because once you wrote it down, it now became active. You can put all this stuff in your phones and your laptops that you want, but it's nothing like writing it down. All right. So you're going to look at yourself in the mirror. You're going to take 21 days and you're going to start to evaluate your thoughts and you're going to start to reprogram yourself. You are trying to think about it this way. If you are a leader of a company and you're not getting like people are not wanting to follow you, there's issues and you're not programming yourself to be better. You're still relying on the same information. That's like going into your computer saying, hey, I'm a designer. I want to design something, but you don't have the design software. It's not programmed for it. So it's time for you to start programming yourself for your change. And you don't have to program all type of crazy things. Just go deep. Go deep on a few things so that you can become great at one big thing that'll push you all the way through. Look, continue to listen to the show. There's going to be so much information, so many people that we're going to bring on, and sometimes it's just going to be me sharing the things that I've gone through through my life. I've seen a lot of people get hurt. I've seen a lot of pain. I've seen a lot of achievement. 
And it feels so good when you start to recognize the true you. Because once you get that person, your family's happy, you're happy, your life is happy, and you can simplify and stop chasing and start being an infinite player. I promise you, if you take this, these steps, it'll help you. And like I've said before, not everybody's going to do it. I understand that. That's on you. Out of 100, 10% will receive the information. Out of that 10%, the 100% of that 10%, only 10% is going to do something with it. Sad, but it's true. The reason why is because we allow so many distractions to blow us off course. Put your vision in front of you, anchor it, and no matter what comes, keep your mind on that vision. Thank you for listening. This is Canvas with Michael Durant. Life is a canvas. Pick up your paintbrushes and paint away. I love you. Till next time, subscribe. Go to the website, canvaslife.com. Follow us on Instagram, Canvas Live. Until next time.